would you not want to see somebody shine? Why would you not want to get your whole mind blown by this love? And if you get it, you could really fly by seeing all your folks grow and climb because. Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here at 11.50 a.m. KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Lift them up high. Welcome to my house. Yeah, great song. <laughs> Loving it. I We haven't played that cut in a while. Luke and the Lovingtons. It was done in Syria, and I think it actually got pulled off the air three, four years ago. We played oh, really? It. I don't it, think I knew that. It was political. It's all crazy. But oh. anyways, it's perfect for today's well, show. Yeah. Welcome to your house. Mm-hmm. So who's joining us today, Benny Mathers? One of my favorites, Laura Elfline. Because <laughs> he used to be your producer, huh, Laura? Absolutely. Missed her so much. Yeah. Still miss him. Okay. They got air hugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Laura and uh, Terry Phelan. Uh, Yep. Did a show. Gosh, three something. I don't know. There's no such thing as time. But you did yep. do a show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For I think six or nine months or so. We'd come on once a month and talk about sustainable homes and sustainable building. Welcome to my house. Home tour. There's that. She was basically giving birth to her own baby in that time. (laughs) And then after that, she's like, I'm going to raise it on my own. Yeah. (laughs) The training wheels thing. Yeah. And then I leave and then they do their shows. It happens. Life is good. I love it. Um, So also you've been on my show more than anyone else. That's fantastic. I like having that record. And this show is our nine year anniversary. Again, you're always on the anniversary (laughs) show. I don't know how that happens. (laughs) It's that time of year, spring. Yep. We started in April, nine years ago. So I've been with Benny nine years. So you know how awesome he is as a producer. I and, do. And how funny he is, too. So Laura, Laura, Mighty House Construction, owner, co-owner, I met through Seattle National Awakenings and Dorn through our magazine. Green Home Building, I didn't know anything about it. Now I know a lot, but we did the green pages and I attended some events. Um, so you've been helping uh, promote. Uh, so tell the uh, listeners about yourself who hasn't have not met you here on the radio. Yeah, so Laura Elfline, I own co-own Mighty House Construction with my husband, Doug. And we uh, have founded our company uh, 14 years ago with a focus on sustainable home building and remodeling. Pretty early on in our business, we got associated with the Northwest Eco Building Guild, and who's an organization that focuses on educating professionals and homeowners alike uh, about green and sustainable building practices. They've been around since the early 1990s, so they've been doing this work long before it became a popular uh, thing in the media. And uh, I think one of the things that keeps me being a serial volunteer with the group is that they're such an authentic group of folks. They're really interested in making sure that folks are educated. And that includes people who are their own competition. So we often are sharing tips and tricks and don't do's and do's with each other, um, as well as educating the public. That's why I like you guys. And when you're on the show, you you introduce me to more people like that. 
and you're all, most of you are part of the Echo Building Guild. That's the first thing I I learned about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tell us about the Echo Building Guild. So the Echo Building Guild has um is focused on having they, they host several events throughout the year that are publicly oriented. They have monthly education meetings that dive into topics from tiny homes to uh, vapor barriers to green um, gardens and so forth. And um, everything kind of green and sustainable, healthy about living on a, on a property and even a multifamily uh, building practices. They also held the Northwest Green Home Tour, which is coming up April 29th. And um, so just around the corner. And that happens every spring. And then we host a green building slam in the fall. And that's sort of like your TED Talks about green building and what's going on in our region. And it continued um, the classes and stuff online uh, mm -hmm. through this, this time. And now we're in on Zoom and in person for the classes? For the monthly meetings, we're still on Zoom, but we are looking to uh, start doing them in person again. We do some in-person socials, like we'll have happy hours uh, for our members and prospective interested folks and uh, an annual picnic and things along those lines too. Yay. And if people want to check that out, they could visit? Ecobuilding.org. Yay. Ecobuilding.org. So home tour is in person yay <laughs> amazing yeah we've been last year we did both virtual and mostly live uh in-person sites and the two years prior to that we had done entirely virtual and it was it was hard but it was well received and uh, it's not nearly as exciting and um inspiring as being there in person for sure being able to get into homes that have had either uh, sustainable remodels or new construction and actually see practices completed um, really inspires people and, and engages them in learning so much more deeply you can say something about tangible about physical actually being there you know it's it's uh everything was difficult um, at that time, but it's it'll be really fun. Where where uh, where are the homes just spread out? Uh, yeah, they are pretty spread out this year. We have about eighteen homes on the tour, and they range from Mount Vernon, uh, Bothell, lots in the Seattle area, and then also down um, south in Olympia. And I think think we have one even in Portland this year. Okay, Maybe they're still trying to make those decisions, yeah. but. You can go to the website um, coming up and um, confirm exactly where the sites are at nwgreenhometour.org. And so you would pick a few houses. Oh, I, I actually never been, been on the tour because I live on an island far away. Is there any on Woodby <laughs> Island or Camino? Uh, no, but there is Mount Vernon this year. So that's not too far from you. Nope, it's not. So you would go to the website and you would pick a few houses. There are yeah, there's details about the different properties on the tour, and um, this time of the preamble, we just have sort of neighborhood information, and then a few days before the tour, we start putting up the actual addresses. 
but the, you can go there, see what kind of different features are at the each house, where they're located, and then plan accordingly. Typically, the tour is from 11 a.m. till 5 p.m., and typically folks can see somewhere between three to five homes in their time, depending on how far spread out they are and how much time they spend at each site. Mm -hmm. Some folks come in, it's a self-guided tour, so you can come in and walk around and read the different signs about the different features on the tour. Um, and But oftentimes people wanna stop and talk with some of the professionals on, on or and or the homeowners are sometimes on hand to chat about why they made decisions that they did and why they did chose certain products and, um, and different solutions. And I know in the past you did uh, video it or something and people could purchase that, but not this year. Not this year. That was when we were doing things on Zoom. Uh, we recorded those, uh, those um, presentations and then made them available for purchase afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't checked lately to see what's available, but we do have a YouTube channel where we've posted some of those now um, after the after that period is over. Cool. And then what, what would that be under? NW Green Home Tour or Echo Building? It's the Eco Building Guild's YouTube site. Cool, cool. It's linked from their web, from our main website at ecobuilding.org. Oh, cool. Because then they could actually get a taste of, you know, what it would be like to go to these ho the houses. Um, and then they're hosted by members of the Eco Building Guild and... Yeah, everybody, each site is hosted at least by one member. Sometimes it's an architect, sometimes it's a homeowner, sometimes it's a um, designer, a builder, or even a building verifier. Yeah, so again, the website is nwgreenhometour.org. And then you could go check out the places, plan your day, and come to Seattle or Mount Vernon or Bothell. Or Olympia. Or Olympia and get some info on that. And then it's free. So you can just uh, register there. Yeah, you can register online. We encourage people to register online in advance. Um, by registering online, you're, you're signing a waiver um, for the day's tour. And then when you go to your first site, you'll get a green wristband. And then you don't have to sign in at the other sites as you go around to them, which is convenient. The tour is free. We encourage donations. It's not an inexpensive thing to pull together and to market. So we really um, encourage people to make donations, which you can do at the registration site or uh, via a QR code when you're at the sites themselves. And you're hosting. I am. Will you be there so people can talk to you? Absolutely. <laughs> and then yeah. what, 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 what are you doing? What, what are you hosting? The site that we're hosting is a, a home in West Seattle, where we did a kitchen remodel and a bathroom remodel and finished out their basement space to feel more integrated into the home. And you'll be, will you be interviewed um, coming up on that Monday on Evening Magazine? Yeah, so we will, uh, we've been recording for Evening Magazine. It's being um, aired at 7.30 p.m. on Monday, April 24th on King 5, of course. And uh, we'll have video footage of different sites that are going to be on the tour and um, telling you more information about it as well. And uh, so I'll give you a little snippet and peek into what you can see when you can go out on the tour yourself. 
It will be the first time it's on TV and you're interviewed. Uh, we we did a commercial uh, with the help of uh, King County Green Tools way, way, way back ago. But um, yeah, so not the first time it's been aired on TV, uh, but it's been a while. Good, because I don't have television, but I want to watch you. <laughs> so you'll you'll share it with me. Yeah, absolutely. Magazine. And I'm sure that after the air date, like most things these days, yeah. you can go find it on their website and um, view it then if you miss the actual time of airing or set your DVR to record it. <laughs> I'm so far behind. I don't even know what's going on in the world. But yeah, because you, you're the same way. I know you're super busy. You've got two girls, a business, and you're, you're, you know, lots going on. I, I never have time to watch television. I don't know how people ever fit that in. Yeah, I don't I don't much either. I often record shows if I like them and then watch them without the commercials. So it's less time. Well, now we know we can just watch it later anyway. So it's all good. Yeah, right. There'll yeah. be a link to, to you talking about the home tour. I'm excited. All right. So we're going to take our first break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. I keep enjoying my walk, love in my talk, peace in my house. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Today, you can walk in the footsteps of the ancients and witness the mysteries restored to the modern day. Originally held in Greece, today's festival of the Great Mother and her Holy Daughter are held right here in Seattle. Join us for the Spring Mysteries Festival this Easter weekend, April 6th through the 9th at the Hilton SeaTac Convention Center. There'll be parties, workshops, vendors, and a catered reception, and a concert by Wendy Rule. Don't miss special guests Jason Mankey and Terry Riley. Register now at springmysteries.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. You're welcome to my house. You're welcome to my house. You're welcome to my house. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Aloha. Yeah. Laura Elfline is not, I was going to say in the studio with me because he used to be in the studio with me, but you still are. Yeah, we kind of are. Yay. She's my co-host now. So who's joining us? Helen Harrison's going to be joining us from Balderston and Associates. And uh, Helen and her team and the homeowner of a fantastic project 
are going to be on the Northwest Green Home Tour April 29th. And she's the vice president of the Guild. She is. She is also a serial volunteer with the Eco Building Guild and vice president. Giving all my secrets away. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Helen. We had a nice. Thank uh, you for having me. We had a nice chat the other day. I love talking to you guys because I learn so much. I learn so much. Uh, so you have a, a spot on the tour. Talk, talk, tell us about that. Yeah, we're co-hosting um, with Eileen Gagney, a homeowner and um, uh, advocate for Tribal Healthy Homes and does a lot of work with the Tribal Healthy Homes Network. And she's been doing this very slow electrification remodel of her home and she's finally finished it. Um, And my business partner, Tom Balderson, has done a blower door test on her home many, many times. And so we uh, decided to pair up and do a little homeowner education together. So People that swing by our site will be able to see all of the electrification projects that she's done, the upgrades to her home. And uh, Tom and I will be conducting blower door demonstrations and infrared imaging demonstrations uh, so that we can help educate homeowners on what these things are. Uh, because blower door tests are required by our energy code and not many people are familiar with it, including builders. <laughs> so it's a really good opportunity to get the information out there and be able to answer any questions that homeowners might have. Well, paint me a picture because I don't know anything about those two things. Yeah. So a blower door test is um, a way of measuring the air leakage of a building to the exterior. And like I said, it's code required and currently our code limits the number of air changes per hour, which is how blower door tests are measured or how the air leakage is measured. And so it's it finds essentially the equivalent of leaving your window open all year long and imagining all of that unfiltered air coming in and all of your conditioned air going out and it happens all year long, except it happens through all these teeny tiny cracks in your home (laughs) and uh, people don't see it. So there's no awareness around it happening at all. So when we do a blower door test, we depressurize the home and that exaggerates all the air leakage. So we can walk around with homeowners and let them feel all of the air coming through the crack. (laughs) And it's pretty eye-opening. And then that blower door test also helps exaggerate the imaging on the infrared camera, which allows you to essentially see through your walls in a way where all the hot and cold spots are. And it's pretty nerdy and very cool. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's super cool. I mean, just the ultra, ultra red, ultra, what did you say? Infrared. 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 Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm watching you do it in my mind's eye here doing that, that test. And so you're, you're the third party. Yep, we're a third party. Mm-hmm. Who, so what? we don't work for the builder. We, we, I mean, technically sometimes we get paid by the builder, but, <laughs> uh, but it's, a, it's an accountability. So we, um, we do a blower door test when it's required um, prior to the final building inspection by the city. And uh, the code requires a maximum number, uh, like I said earlier. And so if a builder doesn't, 
reach that number as the third party um, tester, we have to give them a list of recommended improvements and they make their best effort to do those improvements and we retest and, and it typically is, is accepted. And we were talking about the trust factor. Anybody wanna bring something up about that? <laughs> the trust factor, yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, a lot of homeowners assume that a, a, a home that's built to code standards is, is a good home. <laughs> And that's not always the case. Um, a lot of people build and it is very challenging to keep up with all the changes. You know, there are a lot of moving parts, um, a lot of different reasons people get into the industry and uh, a, lot of, a lot of builders and subcontractors today are overwhelmed by a lot of work. Um, there's, there's a lot of work to do and not enough people to do it. <laughs> And so uh, homeowners typically aren't savvy about the information or the technology. And so as a third party, we can give objective information to the homeowners and help educate them. Um, and this could be things like understanding the different types of heating equipment that are out there or why you know energy star exhaust fans might be required or what's what is an hrv and and why is the hvac contractor saying i need it <laughs> um and when it comes to uh things like installing or replacing hvac equipment because now the hot topic is electrification and um that's one of the things eileen did she wanted to get off of her oil heat so she had her um, oil tank decommissioned and she went to a heat pump system and people want to do that. That's a big part of climate change. The Inflation Reduction Act has um, offered a lot of incentives for people to make these changes. And so people are gonna be gung-ho about it without really knowing much about it. And so the heating assist system is a, a big part of our homes and it needs to be sized appropriately. And so a company like ours can offer to do what's called a manual J heat loss calculation. And it's something that uh, HVAC contractors should be doing to size the equipment properly. Um, it is code required, at least at the whole building level. Um, what the manual J calculation does is give a person a room by room heat loss calculation throughout their house. So each individual room, we can quantify what the heating requirements are based on the building envelope of that room, the orientation of the room, the number of windows in the room, and really paint a picture uh, for the homeowner of what the heating size um, that's needed for their equipment actually is or should be, uh, and then how it's distributed. And so it helps the HVAC contractors too um, in, in coming up with a plan for homeowners to, to install the new heating system. And is that why we go to people at the Eco Building Guild and make sure, because we, we were talking about integrity and you know people yeah. that are going to do a good job the first time, make that investment and it lasts hopefully yep. a lifetime. So Laura, what's yeah. your Laura, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that's, you know, like I mentioned in the first part of the show, that's one of the things that I love about the Eco Building Guild is that the members are authentically 
excited to do right, to build better, to make your home healthier, last longer, have the finishes last a long time, be comfortable in your home. And um, are it's sometimes to our detriment less interested in profit making. <laughs> it's it's a topic we discuss a lot because you have to be able to make a profit in order to stay in business, and um, yet that's not what motivates us. You know, it's the reputation. But when you get a lower quote, it doesn't always mean that it's the right quote. <laughs> You probably Correct. want to interview other people that have had houses built by somebody, you know, because that's why I think the guild is so amazing because it's the people themselves. You know, they're so, uh, how do you, uh, integrity, that's the word. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And they talk about that, like, three-legged stool around uh, costs, timing, and quality. And you often can get two of them, but you're likely not to get all three um, and, you know, you're likely to not get all three. And so choosing like what's most important to you, um, you know, whether it's a real cheap price and getting it done fast or it's high quality and getting it done on time. Um, you know, there's all those decision-making that homeowners need to do. And, you know, as a builder myself, you know, we can do so much to flex, but at some point scopes sometimes are bigger than, than what they have available. You know, it's that champagne taste with a water budget concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and um, materials, materials. Uh, right. We on our show, when we do shows together, we talk about your health. Uh, right. Just because it's done cheaper, it could cause someone in your house to get sick. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like there's, there are definitely things you can do in green and sustainable building that cost more than traditional building. Absolutely. There's also things you can do in traditional building that cost more than other traditional building. So I think really finding those sweet spots with your budget and just making sure that the products you're choosing aren't going to be toxic in your home is really important. And not all builders understand those concepts. And when I talk to homeowners about it, they often go, well, of course, nobody's going to want to put toxins in my home. And I said, they sometimes don't know that they're doing it. And, um, and sometimes they don't care because it's the cheaper solution and they figure it all be fine. Mm -hmm. And it's it not, it has long-term effects as well as sometimes short-term effects. And Helen, would you, if someone's buying a home, would you go in and be the third party before they bought the house? So they had that information. Uh, we, we've been asked that before. Yeah. Um, I, we've only been asked it once before and we were willing to do it, uh, but it was a fast moving purchase for this, um, for this home buyer and it, they, they were in a very competitive process. So they didn't have the time that they asked for to be able to get it done because somebody was just willing to buy it without doing that. Um, so that's kind of what makes it challenging to have that be an aspect of the process when you're buying real estate it just there's we when there's do... little inventory you get a lot of buyers that just want to move in and they don't care what the state of a house might be we could do 10 shows just on what happened last year <laughs> and the yeah. year before that <laughs> and the year before that with you guys because i remember three years ago you were like everyone's you know at home so everything yeah. picked up 110%, and that was great. And then yeah. the next year, there wasn't anybody to work, and there wasn't any supplies yeah. or materials. And if you got it, it was shoddy. And 
How frustrating was that, Laura? Yeah, <laughs> it was very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, things are a lot better right now. Um, they're not back to what they were like before the pandemic by any stretch. Yeah. But as far as getting materials, like one of our cabinet manufacturers is back to the same timeline they were pre-pandemic, which was four to six weeks. And during the pandemic and over the last three years, they've been up to 20 weeks. So it was a huge wow. swing. And to be back down to that four to six weeks, I applaud them. And, um, and then, you know, that's just an example of things that are going on. Um, but like Helen mentioned, we're really short staffed out there in the building yeah. world, like many industries still. I don't know where all the people went. Maybe they got abducted. <laughs> I'm not really sure where all these people that were working are now that they're not working, but um, we could definitely use a few more of those in the building. Yeah, I think they moved out of the city and got remote jobs. They're well, they're in front of a computer working for, yeah. I won't name a few <laughs> companies, but I, I saw them because I live on Whidbey Island. And during this time, I was actually doing tastings at Woodby Island Distillery. And so I got to talk to people in person the whole time about, you know, the labor and all this stuff from all over the country, which was beautiful. But also everything that we normally would get that was um, high quality was not. The glass issue was a big deal. We couldn't get glass. We couldn't. Uh, the bags broke. There was no glue in the boxes. I mean, just everything you you. You, you could phys physically know what was going out in the world. And because and then we couldn't uh, send stuff out anymore. There was no one to pick up the delivery because they couldn't find employees. And the employees they found, we wouldn't give our product to anyways because it was scary. <laughs> so it was, it was, um, it's been really interesting. And then also I got the whole real estate story because the island houses doubled, doubled, doubled. Yeah. And then all of our um, locals moved away. So yeah. it's been super interesting, this whole home buying and, my daughter's in real estate and I did uh, staging with my son. So like I've been in the trenches, <laughs> but the home, the homes that I do walk into, uh, we were talking, Helen and I about like, I'll walk in and I smell mold immediately. Um, I was with a young girl the other day cause I'm, I'm doing dog sitting and she goes, I don't smell anything. She was there with me for a couple of minutes. She yeah. started sneezing and yeah. it's because of the high tides, you know, they come in and they go underneath those houses and it's yeah. in the basement or something. And uh, I, it's all over the Island. You know, and those people are living in those homes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do we do that? How do we get rid of mold in a, an existing house? <laughs> and the Pacific Northwest is tricky, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it is about good building practices and maintaining your home. That's, that's definitely something that has, um, has gotten out of our public consciousness. Yeah. You know, it used to be. Uh, people would buy a home and they'd work on it and maintain it all the time. Well, now they go more on vacations or they don't know what to look for and they don't see the maintenance that needs to happen on their home or they think it's not a big deal because they feel like a home yeah. is sort of a bomb shelter, right? Like nobody can get, get to me when I'm in my home, but that doesn't mean that the mold and the bugs and all those good things outside aren't getting to your home. Uh, so it's, it's, that's a really big piece of, of green building is making sure that you're maintaining your home so that you can have it for the long haul in good condition. We run part of the problem that we run into a lot of times with remodels is people will want to do work and we realize that something hasn't been maintained or hasn't been upgraded over the years. And now they have another $20,000 added to the work that they wanted to do. And sometimes that 
shoves them out of being able to do the work and then they get sad about it and don't yeah. do the maintenance either. So, well, I had an older so home and as soon as you opened, hard. you opened up anything in the older home, like it led to something else. It always led to right. something else. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and frankly, sometimes even some of the newer homes, especially homes built yeah. in nineties and early two thousands, there was a lot of, um, a lot that was going on around being tighter homes, but they weren't doing the offsets with ventilation and proper heat systems and so forth to make them healthy home uh, wow. systems. So we'll find problems even in, in some of the newer home stock. Wow. And then uh, yeah. Helen, we were talking about the tribal healthy homes, the nonprofit and, you know, give us a little information about them. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of information. I just know that Eileen does a lot of work locally um, in Washington State with tribal communities, as well as um, up in Alaska. She does quite a bit of work there. And uh, the climate, building climate up in Alaska is, is very different than it is here. And so um, there's, there's a lot more problems with things like mold. And, and then also, you know, helping to teach better building practices um, has its own challenges. And so um, it's, you know, if, if, if folks want more information, I would say go to, go to the Tribal Homes Healthy Network uh, website and, and check out what they're doing. Um, I, I or come it's... to our site and talk to Eileen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and where's your site at? Uh, it's in Ballard. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Check, check so it's that a very walkable out. area. You could say hi to Helen. And I, I, for me, because and again, during the lockdown, whatever we were doing, I got to do the census and they sent me to Airbnbs oh, and VRBOs yeah. to see if anyone lived there. April 1st. Well, everyone was living there and they were having a party. Their whole family was there. They were working from home. They were skiing. They were, they were having a blast. So I was at all these beautiful homes. Well, one, I learned that less is more. There's too big. The homes are too big. Some of them are empty. Their hot tubs are still running. I learned a lot again during this time. Uh, but I did get to go to some of the tribal places. So, you know, they, I'll be honest, they were living in, in, in boxes. I mean, I saw places that there was no addresses and, but that the health, you know, I'm just thinking of the healthiness of your home. But yeah, I think tribal um, healthy homes is probably a, a very good nonprofit to be out there. I, I mean, so yeah. less is more. That's my motto for life. Cause again, those houses are being heated. They're, they're just, they're, we got too much stuff. The world has just too much stuff. So we have a tiny homes. Is there a tiny home on the home tour? Yes. Well, I don't, I mean, it all depends on your uh, definition of tiny home. Sometimes <laughs> people trailer. think tiny homes are trailerable <laughs> yeah. and those typically aren't on the home tour. So our tiny homes are often big enough that they need foundations and sewer and water systems in, included in them. Um, to them. But yes, we do have some um, backyard cottages and um, ADUs on the tour, as well as new construction and lots of remodels. And I'm doing dog sitting. So I, this woman, she lives on the island. Her dog's name is Zola. Super cute. But it, she has a tiny home. But what I notice about it is it's so efficient, one, with where it puts everything and how you have a little loft and then that's where someone can sleep. And I, that's what I find very lovely not a huge like we did a staging for a 15 room house it was ridiculous i mean it was yeah. just ridiculous but someone bought the house and i don't know it was it wasn't done well not the corners weren't done well it was just too big of rooms so i really i, I like her little tiny home and how efficient it is mm -hmm. right yeah and and i think backyard cottages that are small and tiny homes 
those serve great purposes in, in many ways, and they don't serve all the purposes for families, uh, especially if they're growing and there's multiple, you know, four to six people in a household with uh, like in our house, we have four people, but we have two large dogs and a cat and sometimes <laughs> another large dog. So, you know, we need a little bit of space or we're tripping over everyone. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, everybody has different reasons for doing the size that they do. I had a family member who bought this ginormous house in Capitol Hill, and it's just the two adults now. All the kids are, you know, grown and so forth, but they often have family coming through town. They offer rooms to people who are visiting in the area for a month or so. They have host lots of volunteer events at their home, so they're able to help bolster the community through, through the size of their home. And so it's more than just where they're living, you know, they have their office in their home. So it's just a really robust space, even though it's huge for two people. But, but yeah, they're using it. There's not yeah, a whole part of the house. It. So I think that's off. one of the things is just making sure that you're, you're, that you're able to use the space that you're um, building or that you're buying. Um, you know, we use pretty much every square inch of our house every single day. There isn't a room that's not, <laughs> not used. So. I, I have a cottage. When I drive up, I think, how in God's name did I have a home, a yard, and three kids and dogs? How did I ever have time to take care of all of that? But, yeah, I'm in a different place. I'm older and I'm single and I walk in. I don't have to clean, like, three bathrooms. Life is good. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to take our last break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. The 2023 Northwest Green Home Tour is back to in-person home tours on April 29th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. The Northwest Green Home Tour provides an opportunity for members of the community to learn about a full spectrum of sustainable building practices from the people and businesses that support it. Get inspired by projects in all shades of light to deep green, from backyard cottages and kitchen remodels to new homes built with cutting-edge green features. You'll see and learn firsthand how your neighbors are generating their own electricity with solar panels, lowering their energy bills with insulation, creative solutions to keeping footprints as small as possible, and creating a healthier home environment for their families. Learn from the experts and really understand what makes it green on this educational tour. Together, we can build a better future. Plan ahead and get your free tickets today at nwgreenhometour.org. That's nwgreenhometour.org. Hope to see you there. Hi, this is Eric Ryder, Operations Manager for 1150 AM KKNW. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150KKNW.com to fill out the 2023 KKNW Listener Survey. Your responses help us to shape KKNW to your listening needs. As an added incentive, when you fill out the survey, you'll have a chance to win an awesome prize. Complete contest details and your opportunity to help us shape this station can be found at 1150KKNW.com. Lift your spirits with us May 5th through the 7th in Cleelum, Washington. The Northwest Mind-Body-Spirit Connection is back and offering you a mountain wellness adventure. Have fun and connect with a supportive wellness community. Immerse yourself in the beauty of nature. Breathe the fresh mountain air while you experience activities and workshops designed to nourish your mind, your body, and your spirit. Saturday, May 6th, I'll be a keynote presenter with the Find Your Voice panel. 
plus be giving readings with other local healers and practitioners. Whether you need an escape from your hectic life or want to further your knowledge or consciousness, personal discovery and growth, the Northwest Mind, Body, Spirit Connection, Mountain Wellness Adventure has something for you. Bring a friend and make a weekend out of it. Visit nwmindbodyspirit.com for the schedule of events, speakers, instructors, and registration. That's nwmindbodyspirit.com. I hope to see you there. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for joining us this morning. I have Laura Elfline and Helen Harrison on the line with me. And we're talking about the Northwest Green Home Tour. And you can go visit that site at nwgreenhometour.org. And we were talking about my small cottage and how happy I am. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is like there's too much life to be lived for me to be cleaning three bathrooms. That's all I have to say about that. So so we have... So a little bit more about uh, the home tour, Laura. Yeah, so it's a one day event. It's from 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. Sites are all around the Puget Sound, streaming from Mount Vernon all the way down to Olympia, Bothell, a fair number just in the Seattle core. Um, I'm hosting a site in West Seattle. There's a number of sites in Ballard and uh, they all have a variety like we, we like to call it a spectrum of green building from some have a little bit lighter touches and some have super deep green touches and everything in between. And it's just an opportunity to get into homes, see green building and sustainable building solutions in practice and, um, and learn from it. It's a self-guided tour. So there'll be signs around the house of the spaces that indicate what about them is green and why it matters. And I think that's the most important part of the tour. There's of course also in the professionals usually who either designed it or built it are on site to ask questions of, and you can register, pre-register for the tour. Uh, it's free, but you can pre-register at nwgreenhometour.org and uh, org. And uh, there's an opportunity to make donations when you register or you can also make donations on site with a QR code that will be available, but it is otherwise free. We really want people to be able to come and learn, you know, whether they're a student or they're currently a renter and they're dreaming about their house they're gonna eventually buy when the market cools down (laughs) and um, everybody in between. And you are co-owner of Mighty House Construction and you're on the tour. So you can go say hi to Laura. Say yeah. ben, Benny sent me or something. <laughs> <laughs> Always throw me in there. Yeah, please do. Then we'll know it. you're friends of the 
of the Lifter Spirits team. Yay. And then Helen, you're on the tour with tribe, uh, your friend Eileen. Correct. And yep. you'll be Tom there and I day? will both be there all day. And, yep. we, we, and Eileen has a very cool induction cooktop. If anyone's curious <laughs> about the induction cooktop and what that's like, uh, hers is better than mine. So I would <laughs> encourage people to check it out. <laughs> now, will you be out there demonstrating anything? Like with your, the yeah, blower? We're, well, we're going to do the blower door test and the infrared imaging and, and uh, Eileen will probably turn on the induction cooktop to show people how fast the water boils. Wow. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good or better than gas. Is it? Yeah. And less toxic. <laughs> oh so, True. So Helen, what's, what's the trends right now? What is a trend in building a well, house or home building? Uh, yeah, uh, rooftop decks are are trendy now. <laughs> um, induction cooktops are not quite there yet in the new construction. People are still installing gas, but I think that's slowly transitioning away. Um, but heat pump water heaters—that's a good trend. Mm-hmm. Heat pump water heaters—they they work like uh, a heat pump does, so you get better efficiency you know for electric resistance water heater or a natural gas water heater you can never get above one input in one input out Um, but with a heat pump water heater for every bit of energy you put in you can get three or four times more out of it so it's cheaper you lose use less energy so if you've got solar on your roof you can maximize solar um, by using more efficient equipment. Uh, yeah. Well, and last year was cork. Or we, so this is how I get, I, I get updated <laughs> I by think you it's guys. equipment, heat pumps, heat yeah. pumps, heat pumps, heat pumps. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you another thing I'm noticing is uh, when I go to houses, there's every, everything is plugged in. Every plug has something yeah. in it. And mm-hmm. I, I've had people come to my house, my tiny home, and VMFs, how much were just on things I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, how about that? What do you, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, so technology is getting so much more efficient that if you're all electric, your biggest load becomes all the things that you plug in, your appliances, your electronics. Yeah. And it's not healthy. So if it's in your bedroom, don't have everything plugged in and your computer on and your phone next to your head. Yeah. That's all I tell my children. <laughs> don't yep. put your phone next to your head. But yeah, those are one of my, that's, I guess that's my pet peeve is just that, because I unplug everything I'm not using, except for my fridge, obviously, I got to keep that going. But I've just learned too much, and I forgot her name, who she was, but she came out to my house, and it was just, I was just shocked. The two-pronged, what was coming off of that. So kids, you know, you want to make sure they don't have their television on all night and things like that, electricity. So what's... You know, that, that brings up a good point, Dina Marie, in that, like, a lot of times, people put a lot of focus into their common living spaces and how to make those pretty and nice. And and yet the most important living spaces are the ones you spend eight to 10 hours a day in, which is your bedrooms. And so really making sure that you're using non-toxic materials, reducing your electricity in the room that's you know, activating you, don't have TVs in your room, don't have your computers in your room, just really make it a sanctuary for you to sleep and get your most sleep, your best sleep. 
And, you know, I, I keep hearing news, news articles and so forth about that's sleep is definitely one of our biggest epidemics right now and that people don't sleep healthfully. And so they're not getting the right rest that they need to live the rest of their life to their best. And they're getting sick. And the reason I love where I live is it's silent. So we have noise pollution. We have light Mm -hmm. pollution. uh, We have the EMFs and, and people that can't sleep will get up and go check their phone. So your sleep, you said eight to 10. I bet you most people get five if they're lucky, you know, five hours sleep nowadays. But sometimes I sleep 12. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) On a a busy week and I'm exhausted. I I look forward to that one night, you know, where I don't have to get up early or something. And I will let myself now I won't because the birds tweet at six. I mean, we're we're done with that. But this winter, it's like hibernating, you know, that sleep time. And you're saying the bedroom, I've had a mattress uh, group on and just your mattress, getting a nice mattress, uh, ventilation, no icky carpet. We could have a do- whole show on why we don't want icky carpet in our house. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you told me stories about it. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Carpets, mm, wall to wall carpets, mm-hmm. cozy, but that's about it. <laughs> and talking about mold in Hawaii, people will get carpets. And it's like, why? You can't even have clothes in your closet there. It's just so. It's going to get wet. It's going to mold. And I'm, I'm going to walk in and smell it. So uh, I'm the canary. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I had um, someone put in a shower. And then it's the shower I don't use because it's the kids part. And then during the winter, I get hives, really bad hives. And I could not figure it out. And one day my voice is like, I opened the bathroom and I could smell the mold. Finally, I could smell it. But I was sick. And the guy didn't connect the uh, drain to anything. So again, we're going back to that integrity and trust and so you pay someone to do something. You don't expect to run, go under your house and, and make sure that he did that. But when I turned the heat on, mold was blowing into my bedroom. Wow. That's how, and I, I you know, I thank God I found it. So now I know too much about mold and I smell it wherever I go. So I'm highly sensitive to it. Yeah. I've definitely noticed that people who are focused on, not having bad smells in their spaces, whether it's um, smoke or chemicals that they're using to clean their homes and um, just all the various things that you could be around. When you focus on not having those things in your life, your nose gets much more in tune to other smells. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's another show because the smell of certain (laughs) chemical cleaners, they do not smell good. They smell, they make me sick. So Again, be careful if you have small kids and they have some weird allergy, you can't figure it out. It's probably that um, thing you plug in the wall, whatever those things, those are horrible. Like little clip-ons, yeah. like this <laughs> yeah. smelly clip-on. I don't want to name brand, yeah, but yeah. we all you, know what they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pull that plug out right away. I'm like, yeah. I can't sleep in this house. Or, you know, anyways. And bleach right. and sheets, bleach and sheets. There's just certain smells that just are not good. So, yeah. and they're unhealthy. Yeah, sure. So... Give me some so come learn about what yes. is good for your homes and your health and the planet's health at the Northwest Green Home Tour, April 29th from 11 to 5. That's a Saturday. So it's a good day to get out and learn a little bit and uh, experience our community. And uh, you can find more information at nwgreenhometour.org and pre-register your, your um, attendance and make a donation. And see Evening Magazine on Monday the 24th because you yes. will be highlighted. Fantastic. I'm so excited. And uh, Helen, how can they get a hold of you? 
It is uh, www.balderstenassociates.com. That's B-A-L-D-E-R-S-T-O-N associates.com. And that's, see, the houses are slowing down. So if you want to check your house before you buy it, that's your new thing to do. Or after you bought it. That works too. (laughs) Yeah. Most people want to change what something about the house they bought. True. And then uh, what's your mightyhouseconstruction.com? Yep. That's, all spelled out. That's long and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over long and beautiful websites. <laughs> the, but, you know, um, I'm just so excited that uh, it's back in person again. I invite everyone to go to the home tour. And um, thank you for being on the show with me. Thank Any, you for having us. Thank you for having us. And again, if you show up to one of the sites, Benny sent me. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to come out and visit me, you can go to dina-marie.com. I'm doing Earth Day on Earth Sanctuary with Chuck Pettis. We'll be at it. I always forget where I'm at and what I'm doing until I do my show because I'm just everywhere. But anyways, I'm going to do Earth Day. If you want to join us, you can uh, reach out to me. And other than that, I just want to thank you both for joining us and to uh, come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. somebody shine why would you not want to get your whole mind blown by this love and if you get it you could really fly by seeing all your folks grow and climb because you lift them up I got those thorns and those bitter seeds but I share the sweetest part of me because I'm not equipped to judge so every day I keep joy in my walk love in my talk peace in my house I keep joy in my walk love in my talk peace in my house you're welcome to my house you're welcome to my house you're welcome to my Welcome to my house, you're welcome to my house, you're welcome to my house. I've been severed from the family tree, and there's an itty bitty friend in me that says no, you can't go up. So every day I keep joy in my walk, love in my talk, peace in my house. I keep joy in my walk, love in my talk, peace in my house. You're welcome to my house, you're welcome to my house, you're welcome to my house. You're welcome to my house, you're welcome to my house, you're welcome to my house. 
ain't me All the food I have on my shelf When I grow that joy in myself And how I love to see my friends shine Always coming with that smile And we'll be climbing up Everybody with a full cup You're welcome to my house 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 Even if you kick me out You're welcome to my house You're welcome to my house welcome to my house You're welcome to my house You're welcome to my house You're welcome to my house 